Hello and welcome back to the Monomatics podcast. My name is Omobobola and this is a podcast where I talk to you about money, all things finances, especially as it concerns you, the African in diaspora. And yeah, today I'm doing a video podcast. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, shout out to everyone who has been like, oh, on YouTube, we want to see your face. We don't want to see audiograms. So uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Monomatics. Um, the Monomatics podcast, subscribe, like, share, and then I promise I'll do more video podcasts. But if this if this podcast episode doesn't get enough views on YouTube, I'll stick to my audio podcast. You hear me? <laughs> yeah, so today um, I'll be sharing um, something that I've been thinking about for a while. And um, it's been like a little bit in different um, ways in my mind. And finally, I think I've I've put it together that I'm ready to share with you. So I've been reading this book, The Psychology of Money. Probably have seen it before or read it before. It's by Morgan Housel. And the book has been really enlightening. Um, it talks about the fact that one thing that it talks about, I'm going to share some of the things that I've learned from the book in another episode. But in this book, anyways, it was talking about the fact that a lot of times what people do with money is not about the mathematics of it. It's not about the, they can see the numbers sometimes, but the behavior. So he's talking about the fact that a lot of things that has to do, money has to do with our psychology, the way we think, our you know, all of these things um, about money. And that just tied in so well to something that I wanted to come here and share with you. So I recently I've been walking around the house and just seeing uh, different things that we would have done uh, in the last one or two years with money and just been just reflecting on the fact that some of those things, we didn't do them. And we're still here. We didn't die from not doing them. And the only thing I can say that we've gained from not doing them is that we have a better, um, we have better finances in the sense that we we have better control of our finances. And I will share some of those things, and then <laughs> and I'll get into what I'm really trying to share with you today. So one of those things that uh, in the last one or two years um, we would have done is um, get a new dining set. You know, in Sweden they would have told you that. People live this very organized life. It's, everything has a standard and the standard is high. So sometimes you can be, you know, in your house and you're just like, mm, that dining table doesn't look like what I see in the catalogs. Let's get rid of it. So this time I convinced myself that the, that our dining set was old and it had to go. And I was very, you know, I was really looking for a new one. And I was telling my husband, look, this one, this dining table is old. You know, it's chipping, the chairs, this, da, 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 da. And I was... In my mind, it was just like getting more and more like this thing has to go with the old the dining table, the chairs, everything. And then finally, I calmed down a little bit and then I started looking online. And anyways, to cut the long story short, um, we didn't get rid of the table, but we got rid of the chairs. So a particular store we like uh, that we buy from, sometimes they had like sales on the, on the chairs, dining chairs, and it was like 70% off. So I was like, yeah, let's do this now. So we changed the chairs we didn't change the whole set because you know naturally i wanted a dining set out of this world i don't know if it was supposed to be flying in the air and not even have legs on the on the ground but so finally we got the chairs and the chairs for like 30 percent of the normal price and all of a sudden the, the dining set looked good we didn't have to buy a set of uh, a set that we would have to, had to pay um you know instrumentally or buy it on credit and then be paying it little by little we didn't do that we just changed it up and it's served of an, another one or two years now 
maybe one and a half years since we did that purchase. Um, and that made me think. Anyways, on to the next thing I would have gotten in the last one and in the last one or two years that we haven't done and I'm happy that we didn't do it. Do you know what it is? A car. <laughs> there was a time also that I convinced myself that we needed a second car. And I was convincing my husband about that. Like, let's get a second car. You know, sometimes you want to go here, I want to go here. Let's and it was like, but we have good public transport in Sweden. What's the problem? And I'm like, no, we need a car, you know, now we are getting ah come on. We need a second car. And later on, <laughs> and I spent many nights actually looking for another car. We were looking, 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 oh, maybe this one, maybe that one. And how oh, maybe we should get a, a lease. No, maybe we should buy it. Maybe we should get a loan and we should do it. Anyways, we didn't do it. And I'm happy we didn't because now <laughs> we are still here. We are still, we have not died from not having two cars and we're still surviving. And the funny thing is it was the time when the pandemic was getting, we're getting out of the pandemic and we were going to probably going back to work. And so we had all these reasons why we needed the second car. But now... We're both working from home some days in a week. So the need as, as a need, the need has disappeared. As a want, it's still there. Do I want two cars? Why not? Who doesn't? But, you know, it's not a need for us in, my, in our family. It's just a want. So we didn't do that. The other thing is a phone. My phone was on... You know, you get a subscription for two years. It's the phone plus the internet and the calls and everything. And then the two years finished. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, two years has finished now. We've paid the, for the phone. We've paid everything is paid off. Can I get a new one now? And I was, again, working myself up into this. Oh, yeah, let's get a new phone. Let's get a new phone. I should get a new S. I don't know which S. I love Samsung phones, so I'm a Samsung person. So I was like, ah, let's get a new, I don't know, S24 this um, flip Z whatever I was looking at and then I thought to myself why the phone is not spot <laughs> why do you need another one and so that was another thing that I didn't buy and I've had this uh almost two years now in August it's going to be two years since I should have got a new one and I didn't get it and I'm still here I'm using it to record this particular episode and I why did I tell you these stories another thing let me let me add to it is um the kitchen, you know, I remember telling you that in Sweden, many times people renovate their kitchen almost every three, four, five years. They just decide that, oh, let's change it all up. Let's buy new um, doors to the kitchen cabinets. Let's change the andos. Let's do this. And you can really get into that. And like, I want my kitchen to be looking tip top. What do you mean? Hey, tip top kitchen. You know? <laughs> so I was ready for my, I was like, ah, maybe we should do this. Maybe we should do that. Yeah, so that's another project we would have done that I'm grateful that we didn't do because when the interest rates start increasing, started to increase in Sweden, I was like, ah, thank God we don't have a lot of private loans for all these things. And again, why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because a lot of times, if I, all those things that I mentioned, I could easily have done them. Like we could easily have gotten another car, we could easily have bought another phone, we could easily have, you know, gotten the dining set and all of that. But how were we gonna pay for these things? Most times we would have maybe put it on installments, we would have, you know, what they call in Sweden, would have been paying it little by little, little by little. You put it on a two-year loan or a, if it was a car, maybe a 10-year or a five-year thing and you'd be there paying this bill every year, um, every month. And what would have happened is, yes, we would have gotten the things, we would have been living large, we would have entered into our home. I'm like, oh, wow, you guys, your house is 
tip top, the kitchen tip top, the dining table tip top, the sofa tip top. But then my account would not have been tip top. The account would have been top tip, upside down. <laughs> so yeah, I, we would have been paying through our nose for these bills that would have been coming. And that's the reason I'm sharing this, that a lot of times we get ourselves worked up into these things of like, I need it now, and it has to be now. I need a new bag, I need a new pair of shoes, um, I need a new, whatever it is that you, you can tell yourself that you need. And sometimes there are valid reasons. I mean, there are things that you really, why not? If not, you work, why can't you, why can't you do them? But the thing is, you can't afford them yet. Yes. And this is why I'm here, to tell you that sometimes you think that you can afford some things, but you cannot. Somebody said something once that if you cannot afford something twice, then you cannot afford it. You shouldn't be buying it. Basically, it means that if you buy, um, if you buy, I don't know, say you, you, you buy a new thing, and if that thing spoils, you won't have money to repair it or to buy a new one then you shouldn't buy it in the first place because you are setting yourself up for trouble. And that is the truth. So, um, I'm sharing all of this to say that uh, sometimes we walk ourselves into this, oh, I need this, I need this, and it has to be now. And then it makes us get into serious debts, into debts that then we have to be paying every month. And I've been saying a credit, credit, credit card, this credit card, that it's a trap because what it does is it makes you not have the calmness of mind to actually have control over your finances because every time you're making a new purchase, you're putting it on this credit and then you spend the next two years trying to pay off that credit and before you know it you don't have even money to save up and then you spend the next then you need another thing again and because you don't have enough money in cash to buy them you have to get another credit to 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 make sure that you have those things and then you just it's just a it's just a spiral you know a, a, a thing that never ends is a vicious cycle so what i'm trying to say to you is this before you buy that next thing that is on your list think well is this a need Will I die <laughs> if I don't buy this thing now? Can it wait? Can it wait two months? Can it wait three more months? Can it wait one more year before I do it? Because most times those things can wait. I'm telling you, in the heat of the moment when I was thinking about our dining set, it was like, it has to go today. Like, I'm just tired of this and it's old. We need a new one now, now. <laughs> But today, I stay here, still eating on the same table. Oh, food does not fall down for me at all. So this is what I'm telling you. That thing that you've convinced yourself that you need to get a loan or a credit to buy. Now, 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 now. Are you sure? Are you really sure? Maybe you need to give it a thought. Maybe it can wait. Maybe you can pause. And maybe in six months' time, you will have enough money to buy by cash. Because you'll be able to save up. Don't eat your seed. The reason why we talk about this is not because we don't want you to enjoy your money. Please, you're working. You should be living good. But a lot of times, we are not gathering before we start eating. We're eating our seed. See that you're supposed to plant for it to multiply, for you to be able to get something. You're eating the seed. Stop eating your seed. Stop eating your seed. Get your savings together. 
gather enough before you start blowing money up and down. See, I'm still going to come back and tell you when I get my cha-cha-cha-cha dining set or when I get a cha-cha-cha-cha new phone or when I get a, you know, a new car. But I want to come and talk about it when I know that it's not a headache at night. It's not something that is giving me a headache at night. So, don't eat your seed, my dear. Don't eat your seed. Gather your seed together so that you can sow it, so that you can reap, and then, and then you can eat, and then you can eat. So that is it today on this episode. I don't know what title I would even give this episode, but I'm telling you, it's just a challenge to you. This year, you know, we are gathering, we are saving up financial, our, our emergency fund, we're saving up to pay off some debts. These are the things that may hinder you from not able to get to your goal. If you're spending money, you do not have. So before you make that next purchase, think about it. Is this a need, a real need, or is this a want? And take a pause, reflect over it, and then go ahead and buy it if it's a need. But if it's not a need, wait another few years, wait another few months. You will thank me later. <laughs> you thank me later. And until I come your way again, this is the Monimatics Podcast. See you. Bye-bye.